Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis, fasten your seatbelt, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Welcome to series two, episode two, all the twos. Together, uh, Joe's and I today are talking about media mirror on the wall. Who's the most toxic of them all? Ooh. Ooh. Now, remember, the theme for this series is, uh, is the system is biased. The system is biased. So today we're talking about the media. So... We had a little bit of a chat about this, didn't we? Because actually, the media is a really, really broad big, header. Big. It's a big banner, big banner. So when we talk about media, let's just be really, really clear about what the scope of that is. Because I tell you what, when I first think of the word media, just media on its own, my head goes straight for papers, mm. newspapers mm. as the top. Uh, that's your the age, list. darling. Do your age, that. Is that because yeah. I'm an 80s kid? Yeah. If, if I asked a 25-year-old, they'd tell me uh, Insta or YouTube. Yeah, see, they put they? the word social in front of it, yeah. don't they? Yeah. So, but it includes social media. We're talking, yes, about newspapers. We're talking about magazines. But we're also talking about everything that we possibly read or watch or see yeah. when we're going about our daily business. So that might be things like TV programs, um, adverts on ad bus stops, yeah, billboards, all those kinds of things. So yeah, when we're talking about media, that's kind of the the broad range we want you to have in mind. Because actually, you know, we're going to talk through some really interesting, maybe quite some contentious points today. As we do, as Always, we do, you know us. But actually, you know, I want you to kind of have that broader view of, okay, whilst we might be talking about an example that's specifically around something on TV, it might trigger things in your mind that show up with the same kind of theme, but through a different media channel. Because mm -hmm. that's what's important here. If we're talking about the system being biased, that means that it runs through all of those channels. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. infiltrating. I like that word. Mm. Mm. Not in a good way, but I do like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's seeping, seeping, leaking. Yeah, all into into our daily daily lives. So yeah, it's important that we think about it like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when we talk about this bias in this system, we are talking particularly all about this word misogyny, aren't we? We are. We've mentioned it many times. So we are talking about. We are living in a misogynistic society. Now, that's fact, okay? But you may have a different filter. You may be looking at these, these, these things differently. But when you think about all those things that we're watching and we're seeing, uh, you know, let's just take, like, 
the things we watch on TV. Yeah. So at the moment, TV is full of crime dramas, true life crime, yeah. um, reality TV and soaps. And you'd be, you, you know, you'd, you'd struggle to find anything else to watch, to be fair. Yeah, unless it's Pointless or The Chase, which I haven't, you know, yeah. I haven't really got yeah. time yeah. for. Yeah, quizzes. Quizzes, yeah, quizzes are the other one. Quizzes. quizzes are the other one, yeah. Um, so you'd struggle to find anything else. So every single one of those those shows, think about the way women are positioned. So we watch a lot of crime fiddlers in our house because yeah, I'm too. married to an ex-copper. And so it always starts off with a, a woman dead. Okay, you see her feet, yeah, you know, or or she's That's buried the in there. Yeah, yeah, you always see it's always a woman dead. There are now lots of women that are in charge of these investigations, yeah. so they're the boss. Uh, however, they're incredibly flawed because they're trying to also manage their family. They're generally having trouble with their relationship because he's either walked um, or she's walked because it might be in the same se same sex relationship or they're struggling as to who does what and she's not carrying away doing this and so on. So they're having trouble at home. They're having trouble with their kids because their kids aren't getting the attention they need from yeah. mum and dad hasn't stepped in. So, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling there. Uh, the... The, the woman boss always has a number two that's a man. And he always solves the crime. He's there. He's, he's on the it. Wings. Yeah. He the always wings. comes up with the, the breakthrough um, or the thing that's just, she's just not seen. Yeah. So how are we positioning the woman in those dramas? Well, she's not coping very well with the job, is she? She'd be better off staying at home with the kids looking so after even, her So even when we take her out of the victim position yeah. or you know we we put a woman in the power position yeah. as well as the victim position you know we still can't let her shine too bright no absolutely not she can't no. solve it she you know she's got to be flawed and but she will she will absolutely be quite a an alpha yes. woman she yes. will have very very male energy absolutely one that springs to mind for me is um it wasn't line of duty it was the one that was on channel four um lady with the blonde hair Oh, it'll come to me yeah, at some okay, point. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, she was like very masculine yes. in her energy. Yes. You know, and actually they really laboured on her from a comedy, like almost dark humour perspective with her. Mm. Um, but yeah, very, mm. very male coded. So then we've got all these true crimes. And, and I, again, I challenge you, I challenge you to look at all these channels on your TV tonight and see how many of those are true live crime. Especially stories. when you get out of channels one to four, mm. five has loads. Mm. And then when you get into some of the more satellite channels. Mm. I mean, you know, one to four, them. I have enough of them. Yeah. Phones to be ringing. honest with you, phones ringing. Yeah. 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 Somebody get that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and again, it's all about men killing women, men doing things to women, women being the victims. And we've addicted to it to the point that we've normalized that behavior. Yeah. We expect to see it. It's normal, isn't it? Men kill women. Well, yeah, it is. It is. And that's, that's, you know, what, how is that feeding the system? How's that feeding the next generation? Well, and the one program we did, well, we picked up on it in the quizzes, but if we go game shows, I think we mentioned this. I probably piped up about it in series one around some game shows, particularly um, Take Me Out. That then it's the guy with the power. And they literally do that. The power is in your hands and put the light up ball in his hands. 
and he, he chooses. He chooses. Yeah, yeah. And they all the... like peacocks. Oh, aren't please they? pick now, me. Please pick me. Please flicking pick their me. hair and and coming up with all this suggestive phraseology when they're asked a question. And nobody turns up in their jeans and a t-shirt. Oh no. But um, you know, that's never flipped around the other no, way, no. is it? No, it's not. No, I wasn't. I was blind date the same. Or did they, no, they actually they both chose. Yeah, we'll give credit for Silla. We'll give credit to yeah, Silla. They for that. Yeah, they both did it. They both did it. They did both swap. So um think about soap operas, and I don't watch soap operas, but I only need to see the soap opera picture on the TV page, and I can tell you what the story is about. And it's usually domestic violence or or adultery. Um, and it's always the women the victim being the victim. And if she's not the victim, she's in the wrong. Yeah. So we don't, I don't need to watch many of them. Uh, reality TV, which we've probably talked about before because it impacts young girls big time. If we had a quid for every time we spoke oh, about reality TV. man, it just, just get it <laughs> Can off. Imagine? Just get it off. Uh, so, you know, just be a little bit consciously aware of what we're looking at. And, you know, because awareness is the first stage of any kind of power. Yeah. Yeah? Just to be consciously aware. Yeah, and, you know, I think the main, when we're talking about the system is biased and this idea of misogyny, it's like, well, what are we saying that that is? How is it biased? And I think what we've kind of illustrated there through all the conversations we had is, you know, that 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 misogynistic, that right view is very clearly defined in yeah. terms of roles, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Broadly speaking, but, you know, the men are the ones who have control, who have power, who have kind of choice, you know, and women exist to... Facilitate that. Yeah, yeah, support nurture it, it, care it, yeah. nurture it, <coughs> do whatever is necessary to make sure that they can carry on mm -hmm. the way that they need to carry on. Look after the children. Yeah. Look after the, the aging parents. Look after the home. Make everything work for him so that he can go out and earn the big bucks or do what he wants. So that's what we mean by misogyny. Misogyny is about celebrating male yeah it's about putting the man first and front and center all the time yeah yeah and, and you i don't know maybe you're sitting there thinking really i don't see this stuff like you're describing it the, you know you might think oh my god jane joe you're being a bit dramatic here you know you've, you've been you, you've been a bit uh a bit right wing here your girls. feminism's gone yeah, mad yeah your feminism's gone you to something a bit here <laughs> But actually, that's the point, isn't it? You know, especially when we say we use the word biased and how actually a lot of this stuff, it's not necessarily in your face, loud and clear, blaring at you 100 decibels, is it? It's they're the subliminal, yes. the subconscious messages, yes. the yeah. more subtle things that come through in. Yeah images yeah. um language the tone of certain yeah. things yeah little tiny pebbles dropped here and there but yeah. they're everywhere. everywhere yeah that actually conditions us without realizing both men and women right so it conditions young boys and teen boys as well as young girls and teen girls to grow up to think that this is what's normal because mm. that's what i did mm. i grew up in a household oh my dad no doesn't listen to this Oh, so what if he does? Right, actually, because, yeah, Dad, I grew up in a house where my dad had a calendar up in his bedroom mm. of naked women. Mm. And that was quite My mum slept in that bedroom yeah, as well, you know. Yeah. And it, 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 they were page three style, 
that's just popped in my head now. I'm yeah. never said, I didn't actually yeah. say that to you, yeah. did I? But only saying that. But that was what I yeah. thought was normal. Yeah. So I grew up then thinking, well, that's how I need to like present myself mm. to her. And that's how I saw, you know, my mum try and be all this mm. for my dad. And my dad was the one who went to work. When he came in, he wanted to sit in the armchair with the paper. My mum would be like, right, sh- your dad's home now. He's had a hard day at work. Leave him alone. Don't talk to him. My mum would run in with his tea. Mm. Mm. But my mum had a full-time job, you know. Wow. But that was all kept a bit on there. Yeah, yeah. My mum, right, yeah. you know, don't moan about your job because you're lucky you flipping get to go out to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so long ago. And not so long ago. Not so long ago. So, you know, what we've made, and we've made massive strides. We have. You know, so we're not, I, I don't want to diss that, but we've still got a way to go, yeah. which is one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast, isn't it? That you know, we can't take our foot off the gas, especially actually, because of COVID. Yes, so all this back. stuff we're going back, we are going back, and it's the women that are being asked to change, it's the women that are being asked to, to bear the brunt of that, not the men. The men are still their life's still the same. So, we and we, you know, we do go out to work, but it's it's like, uh, have we got the power at work? Yes, we like to work, but if we wanted to be the boss or we wanted to get on the board, or we wanted to do the big job that that would demand more time, more commitment, how would society see us then if we wanted to do that? So it's making that next leap. And the women that do do those big jobs, I mean, hail those women, hail those women. But a lot of the time, those women have either had to make huge sacrifices that men haven't had to make, or, you know, they are single, or they are divorced or childless. Yeah. And and the reason for that is because they've had to make those sacrifices to have that job. But men don't have to make those sacrifices. And therefore, we don't have the same equity. No. And actually, because of the work we do with many of the young people in our schools, you know, we're seeing that show up a lot, aren't we? And in fact, it's showing up in just the last few days, yeah. last week, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's prime example of how the ma- the media, particularly, again, remember when I say media, I'm talking lots of different channels, constantly beaming stuff at us, especially our young people. And it's, it's it sounds drastic to say it's brainwashing us, but it is. Mm. We're it going, is. we've flipped it, haven't we? Flipped this, um, you know, the, the media, well, we call it brainwashing. You might think that's a strong word, but it's flipped. So I'll give you an example. I did an event in a school last Friday. It was a celebration event of girls that had been on our Girls Out Loud mentoring program for a year. And I asked the girls to write on flip charts how, what they'd learned in the year and, and some of the things that we'd like to share with us. And about five or six girls came up to me, really bright girls, and said to me, Miss, we think that you should be doing this with the boys and I thought, well, I'm going to go with this. So I said, so that's really interesting, girls. Why do you think we should do it for the boys? Well, because it's not fair, is it? It's not not fair that we get it and they don't. So they feel uncomfortable having a programme and having that space for them as girls when the boys don't have the same thing. Yeah. But the boys don't necessarily need the same thing because they will already get automatically in life what the girls won't get yeah and before you start jumping out your seats the the topic that we're talking about here really is it's not about equality and the girls use the words fair because actually we can't we're not in a space where we can do fair and equal Mm. you know just think back to international women's day just a few weeks ago where the topic was equity Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that's the bit that, that was important to explain to the girls because actually, you know, they, they're feeling like they're being almost positively discriminated against and the boys are missing out. They don't understand yet that the, the equity gap hasn't been bridged. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what you had to explain to I them really, wasn't it? I did have to explain to them, yeah. So, you know, when you, when you're, you have power, girls, when you have the big jobs, when you're allowed to have to, to be able to do what you want to do in terms of opportunities, yeah. you know, when you can do exactly the same stuff that the boys can do in terms of opportunity, not be like boys, mm -hmm. you know, you're a girl, you're not supposed yeah. to be like a boy. Well, then, then brilliant. Then we can run programs for both boys and girls. Yeah, because you've got equity then. You've got equity. And then we can treat you equally. Absolutely. But at the moment, you have nowhere near got that equity and that's the reason why we're focused on building your aspiration your confidence your resilience because you need that because you're going to have to fight for your equality yeah. and actually this throwed up throwed up throwed up it throwed it up it, it throwed threw it up. up um a point that made me stop myself in my tracks and think oh hang on a minute wait because I remember some girls asking me that a couple of weeks back, similar kind of response that I'd given them. And I went away and I sat in the car and I was driving home and I thought, oh, I feel like I've just done what I criticised the media for doing after. It was specifically after the Sarah Everard, um, tragic, you know, mm -hmm. her murder mm -hmm. happened um, in the everything that the media had to say was all about what women needed to do to stay safe. Yes. And I felt like, oh, hang on a minute. I've kind of just done that with the girls. But actually, you know, they're right in a way that the boys do need something, but they don't need what the girls need. No. The girls are getting a programme that empowers them, yeah. that inspires them, that um, raises their aspirations, that helps them to make better life choices. You know, what I think the boys need is help to become allies yeah. to bridge this equity gap. Yeah. yeah. That needs some men to do that. It does. I keep it does. saying to people, brilliant. Yeah, you know what? You're right. The boys do need something. It's not what the girls have got. They need something different, but we're not the people to give no. it to them. We'll bang the drum and try and get yeah. somebody to do it. Yeah. But, you know, that's about some men getting yeah. older that yeah. and and helping Absolutely. that cause Absolutely. but it's such a shame isn't it that these girls still sit there thinking mm -hmm. you know when we sit and what do you want to be when you grow up they still will list things like um not that there's anything wrong with these it's that they are very the only thing stereotypical yeah. um female type roles as to be a nursery nurse a hairdresser Musician. nails beauty Eyelash technician, that's the latest, isn't it? Eyelash yeah. technician. Um, Any kind of caring job, nurse, veterinary nurse, air stewardess. And the classic with the veterinary nurses, when they're in primary school, they'll tell you they want to be a vet. vet. When they get to secondary school, so all, all of a sudden, sudden it's veterinary, veterinary nurse. nurse. Yeah, yeah. You know, so their aspirations, so that tells me that, because these teachers are all subjected to the same media yes. that we're all subjected to, right? Absolutely. We're all subjected to the same media, so... Yeah. It can't help itself but no. leak through in no. that way. And it's like we want to be an air stewardess. Why? Because I want to travel the world. Why don't you be a pilot then? Yeah. Or because they travel the world yeah. as well, you know. Um, you know, I want to be a nail technician. Why don't you have your own salon? Yeah. So it's you know, that's what aspirations about, isn't it? It's trying to push them up to that next level, but they don't even think that that's possible. They go, Pilot, pilot, why why don't you be a vet? 
oh no i don't I, no i don't think i could be a vet why not why not i'm not good at, i'm not that good at science and maths that's what they always say and they're not you know they're brilliant at science mm. and maths mm. so oh, what's, what's your grade in maths yeah mental. why don't you be a doctor why don't you be a midwife you know what what why don't you like up that you know there's nothing wrong with being a nurse there's nothing wrong with being a nurse at all but but there's so many other things you could do that are in that that professional sphere that gives you more money yeah and gives you a better life well you know, you know? we've got to got to a, a, a see that the media is contributing significantly to a lot of these situations and you know the most disappointing thing for me out of all of that is that we have now got young women and girls that feel uncomfortable about them being invested in, yeah. that they don't get the equity yeah. gap and yeah. that they need that to gain parity. But we also have exactly the same thing going on with women in corporates, which we're going to talk about, aren't we, in the next one of our next podcasts about this, and that the women are being silenced and the women aren't stepping up as well. Yeah, totally. So... Here's how we're going to end the podcast today. Well, you know, we this could all just be our opinion, isn't it? it? So we thought, actually, let's make sure that we do validate where we're at because if the system's biased and then as human beings, we can equally be as biased. We'll talk about that at the end when we, you know, we always like to end on what can we do about yes. it. But we're going to test it first. So we got, we've got, listen, we've got the newspaper out. We've got um, a, a newspaper tabloid yeah. um, that is from two days ago yeah, yeah. just two two days ago yeah. random one out of the rack in the house and we just thought let's just have a flick through it and see what shows what we up can see yeah in terms of yeah. um real evidence yeah. and examples of what we've been talking about so slap bang there right on the front page of this one is um emily on that styles kiss which has a big picture of the girl emily and a very small head of Harry Styles in the corner. You know, she's a beautiful model and she dared to kiss Harry Styles. Dared to kiss Harry Styles I mean, and ruin his relationship. He cl clearly didn't kiss her no. and uh, he clearly wasn't also in a relationship with two other women at the same time. But yeah. there you go. Well, that's Bad what, girl. That's, Bad what made, girl. that's what made the front page in yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold, we turn over one page and uh, we have a full picture of a woman in a rather nice bikini. Not much of it. Not much of it, but rather nice. And uh, the the first line kind of says this this model, I won't name her, is brimming with confidence. Um, a year after her big break, the American 25 who wore a straw sun hat and snakeskin bikini for a photo shoot saw her career take off after being cast in the video for Enrique Iglesias's, is that right, yeah. song. I won't even tell you what his song is because I'm not promoting him yeah. anymore. But for me, that straight away is what on earth has a straw sun hat and a snakeskin bikini got to do with her career taking off? Yeah. And lo and behold, all of her success rests on the balance of Enrique Inglésia. Who she's also seen song. snogging in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. There we so go. Another one. There's another one. Oh, wait up. Who's this? So on the left, we have pictures of Amanda. Amanda Holden. Holden from, is it The X Factor? Yeah. yeah. BGT. Yeah, Britain's Got Talent, and the and the, the headline is Apps for Amanda. So this is all about Amanda's value being in the way she looks yeah. and how she's keeping looking young and what she's wearing and how much of her body 
flesh we can see and that's basically all amanda is she's a doll mm. You know, she's, well, I'm sure she's much more than that. Well, we paint, that's the media paints a picture that's of that. That's not what, what we're got, finding out. It? It? Don't anything else about it. Directly opposite from that, uh, wanted widow ditches ex con. So you know, I think it's Kelsey Parker. You know, her husband died. Did he have a brain tumor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the wanted, isn't he? He's yeah, star that pops yeah. Um, so it's all about her ditching. This ex-con, again, dressed rather dashingly mm -hmm. for the papers. Um, you know, oh, and then we've got the classic, the absolute classic that just makes me blood absolutely boil. Sorry, everybody. And that is um, the Wagatha flipping Christie. Shenanigans, mm. drama. Three know. years of it, we've been. this has been in and out of the papers, about two women fighting fighting calling each other names trolling each other on social media over oh, she said she said mm. and now they've been to court haven't they yeah they did i don't know one i can't even it was clean right uh, but now vard is registered she's trademarked wagatha, wagatha christie and she's planning to cash in on it oh, but the thing that's the issue for me on this one is just how it gets women to um fight against each mm. other and what what messages is that giving our young girls no ridiculous over such ridiculous stuff um god we could go on yeah we could go every on page. But yeah every page. it is every page there we go there's the rest of Shall the we kiss, end on that one kiss and tell emily with a tongue direction not one direction tongue direction oh, with the harry kiss mm. um but yeah all of making it all about her being a bit of a relationship um assassin for poor harry oh, poor so harry. you know there's just some examples yeah. i think so let's kind of wind up with our solutions that we always do we like to rant. Let's get on a pot let's get on a positive poll yeah note. we like to rant we like to see what where we are what's going on and so what are the solutions to all of this well as i said before for me awareness is power yeah. on all of this stuff which is why we're doing it and, you know, when you're aware that that's how the media is portraying women, you will look at things differently. You will watch things with a different filter, with a different lens. You will have different conversations. You will recognise where and what we need to do. Um, you know, you, at, you will, you'll tolerate less. Yes, mm. you, you know, your, your, your threshold will change mm -hmm. about what is acceptable mm -hmm. and what is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. But... You know, that does come with its own health warning because remember we're talking about biases. Yeah. We're all we've all got built-in biases. And actually having that awareness does carry a risk that it sways your bias mm -hmm. very far in the opposite mm -hmm. direction where that is all you can see. And you know, your brain's a very clever thing in that if it if it believes something, it will go finding evidence to reinforce that yeah. belief and it'll bloody well find it yeah. wherever it Absolutely. has to. Absolutely. And it will ignore evidence to the contrary. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. important to mm -hmm. maintain a degree mm -hmm. of balance mm -hmm. through that awareness, you know, that you challenge your own biases. And also end with the same thing that we will probably say about every single podcast that we do, that the the big solution. The big solution is to speak truth to power. Yeah. The big solution is to get some of the power. Okay. Yeah. So once we get some of the power and we're around the top table and we're making the decisions and we're making the laws and we're in the political process, this is true power. And this power at the moment is owned by men. 
okay the majority is owned by men and so the real solution to all of the stuff we talk about on every single podcast is actually to get more power because the power will give us the ability to change the bias and and it's worth noting that actually feminine power looks very very different different to male power so this isn't about us taking their slice of the pie and just owning it it's about doing it in a very feminine different way, way doesn't yeah. it in a feminine way yeah so yeah um and actually you know it may be that maybe that position's not for you maybe you're sitting there thinking yeah but i'm not really i'm i'm not the person who's up for a bit of that power support somebody who is yes yeah get behind some of the women and girls and young people who can hold some of that feminine mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah Right, well, that's us for this week's episode. Um, yeah, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? So, eyes peeled, ears back. Go out there and see what you notice. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'd love you to get in touch and share some of the things that you do come across. What revelations does that show up for you? And what does it make you want to do differently? But uh, that's it for us okay. from us this Till week. Till next time. Till next time. Til we'll next see time. you in episode three. Ciao you have been listening to jane and jodes on one until next time remember sisterhood matters together we are bold brave fierce and unstoppable